All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are here once again, still on track 2021 to make things better. I don't know. How do you say we, we have some some current current events that are kind of crazy outside of this particular episode, but we are going strong. We are pushing it on here. And we have my new good friend here, Deborah Kay, who says she's going to help us become a modern TV star by helping us create our own show. Is that right, Deborah? Absolutely. I, I've been around the sun enough times, Brian, that I kind of know what it was like in the old days, but <laughs> I'm cool enough that I'm, you know, staying on top of modern trends and long story short, if you've got a spark of personality, you have a vision for a TV show, there is a home for it. And you don't have to wait for the big networks to discover you. So that's mm. the cool part. All right. Well, we shall see. We shall see <laughs> today on this particular episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, and we are back on the virtual stage with my new good friend here, Deborah Kay, and we are talking about becoming a modern TV star, and I'm excited about this. Not so excited about what's going on <laughs> outside of these virtual stage here. I'm really kind of, it's, I, I have to be honest with you, I, I feel like I have to address it a little bit, Deborah, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because... What's happening right now in Capitol Hill in America is unprecedented, and I don't know what to say about it. I hope everyone's okay. I hope we can, for lack of a better better phrase, all get along and and move on, be calm and move on, so we can live just a live a, a better life mm -hmm. and not be so so consumed consumed with. I don't know, politics. I, I, I don't have any other words to say it, you know, Deborah? I, I don't know yeah. what to say. Well, I think about, I'm a pretty spiritual person, and I think about yeah. all the time, like, what would happen in the world if all of us just kind of withdrew all that energy that we put outward yeah. on things that really, we don't really have a lot of control over, and just focused on becoming the best version of ourselves, the yeah. world would change overnight. Mm -hmm. Like, if we could just pull that energy in, you know, don't go march on the Capitol, fix your own stuff at home, you know, like fix that. Because when you fix right. that, everything around you is going to be exponentially better. And, and, you know, the world would become a better place with that. Absolutely. And wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I just had to address that because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy out there right now. I just want, want everybody to be safe and be of yeah, sound scary. mind. Mm -hmm. Think for yourself. Please, people, think for yourself. Yeah. Try your best not to be so influenced. Mm -hmm. You you have your own mind and you can do great things if you just, I, I don't know what to say. I, I feel like I have so much to say. It's just it's just tough to say, but you have your own mind. Use it. Use it for the good of, good of yourself and the people around you. How about yeah. that? 
Yeah. All right. With that said, let's get to it on this show. Deborah. Yes. Kay, yes. Please tell us who you are personally and then professionally. Okay. Perfect. Well, I am, um, I'm kind of a corporate burnout turn into an entrepreneur story. I'm sure you've had a lot of people in that, you know, sign up t- same segment. And so I, I wanted to be in the wellness industry. And so there was part of me that's always been fascinated with natural and holistic ways to take care of our bodies. But I also knew that when we get sick, we, a lot of us just face plant in a doctor's office, get our prescription and we march, march to the pharmacy. So something in me has always been driven to really educate and inspire people to research and just find all sorts of ways to really take care of themselves. And, you know, kind of what you were talking about, even with the intro is just, you know, focus on yourself. If you focus on yourself and you're being your most vital self, most evolved self, you will impact the world in a significant way just by doing that. And so that's, that's kind of who, what underpins everything I do is that desire to help people evolve and become, you know, they're the best version of themselves. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm going to ask you this question because we were working on it beforehand before the show. What is the current project you're working on at the moment? So I, there's always a couple things, you know, I'm a serial, I always say I'm a, um, entrepreneur because I got shit everywhere. hope I can say that. <laughs> I've always got something going on. Right. So my biggest endeavor right now is well world TV. So just to give you a little background, I had this dream and vision in starting in about 2011 when Oprah Winfrey left her talk show and started the OWN Network. And she put out a query for a reality TV star to rest on her new network. Mm. I never did. I didn't submit for that call, but it planted the seed in my head that I, I thought I could use video as a way to, sh- to share this information like I like I was talking about. And so I traveled the traditional TV path. I've cre- I created my first television show called The Journey into Wellbeing. I was actually invited to the own network to pitch it. I'm still kind of waiting. Yeah. Oprah, if you're watching, I'm <laughs> waiting for a callback. Uh, <laughs> but that was almost 10 years ago. So maybe it's not coming. But PBS did like the concept. So they began to broadcast that show. And then I produced another show a few years later. And then I produced another show last year. But the chal- I, I started to see significant challenges in that. One, it's really expensive. One, getting discovered by a major network is a long shot. Mm. And with today's world, which is what we're really going to talk about today, if you have a good idea and you have a good personality and you can be your authentic self and you have an area of expertise, you can create your own series and you can find a home for it much more affordably and efficiently than that path I took as an independent producer. Awesome. I'm going to give you a quick question. You can answer this quickly so we can dive into it. Do you have a daily routine? I, I do have a daily routine and, you know, obviously the world shifted. My daily routine used to be functional training three times a week. I would go to hot yoga three times a week. I would <laughs> get up, I drink really thick coffee. Okay. And I always give myself space before I jump into work to yeah. just either read some sort of spiritual book or self-evolvement book or something around that just so I can drink my coffee, chill out, focus on myself and then it's out into the world. Since the pandemic, I I just walk a lot. <laughs> I get up, I walk four miles, and I do that five or six days a week. 
Awesome. Okay. So let's get into it now. Okay. What is a modern TV star? What does that mean? First, well, that I get so, I get so excited because you know, je- basically, Brian, you're a modern TV star. So you had an idea, right? You had a concept, and you found the right resources to start to create really good content. Right. And so, technically, you know, basically, like I said, if you have a good idea and you're willing to take the steps and educate yourself on what you t- what you can do. I tell my host, don't wait to be discovered, discover yourself, because that's when you're going to be able to create what you want to create. And there's always a home for it. And so I, you know, I'm familiar with StreamYard, which is the platform that we're using. And this show will now be going to YouTube and Facebook, and then you can upload it and put it into Instagram and you can put it into uh, LinkedIn and in your YouTube channel, you know, so there's all sorts of ways to, you know, get going. And, you know, I have some bigger vision stuff for your, for your listeners, because it's not just social media these days, you can actually go bigger. Okay. So yeah, let's, let's do that. So let's dive, just, let's get into that. Okay. How does one become, um, how does one go about being a modern TV star? Give okay. us the steps to do this successfully in to the point where we start here and we go big. Yeah. Well, I think the first thing to do, and I can help guide this a little bit through this conversation, is just kind of understand what the modern landscape of media is. So we already talked about social media. So literally, you don't need the highest quality camera. You don't need the highest quality audio. We have people that are getting millions and millions and millions of followers just with their iPhone and they're going live and they're being real and they're funny and they're entertaining. And now all of a sudden they're associated to product lines and they are killing it. Um, but, you know, some of us like myself want to be a little more polished and obviously based on, you know, how you've set your show up here, you want to be a little more polished. So yeah. let's talk about that landscape. Okay. So back in the day, I don't know how old you are, Brian, but I've circled the sun over 50 times. So <laughs> Back in the day, you know, we would sit in the living room, turn on our television, whatever cable network you had or whatever satellite program you had, that was your choice in programming, right? So you would flick through the channels and you'd decide what you want to watch. Today, we have smart televisions. And so we're actually, it's called over-the-top programming. You're able to bypass your cable network and go and search and find really fun and interesting content while you're sitting in your living room watching the big TV. So that changed everything because it's almost like what happened in the music industry when all these uh, music artists started to be, you know, private label themselves and they didn't have to wait for the big labels to sign them to become successful because they could launch their own platforms on social media and in streaming devices and so forth. That's what's happening in the world of video. So, um, for example, Well World TV has a partnership with a streaming company called Glued TV. Mm. And so I can get content placed that's already in four, you know, that app has been downloaded in four million households U.S. Okay. Now, 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 you, now you have me interested now. Now you, yeah. now you have me interested. Go on with that. On with that. <laughs> <laughs> so... So there's kind of differences, you know, it's almost like when you do a post on Facebook, it's a little bit different than the post you do on LinkedIn. And it's a little bit different than what you're posting on Instagram. You kind of have to view your video content that way. 
social video, like YouTube style videos are of a certain format. Okay. And honestly, those are the most forgiving. Like, you know, as long as your audio is pretty sharp, you don't have to look your best. You don't have to have the perfect lighting. You don't have to have all that high level equipment okay. and you can launch a program. And that's appropriate. The social media audience is pretty forgiving. In fact, I used to laugh as soon as we got went into shutdown, everybody started doing their own videos, <laughs> right? And I would right. see fitness trainers and they're up there teaching their class and their, you know, heads cut off. All you can see is their torso down. <laughs> <laughs> but they still had, you know, yeah. people taking the fitness class. So yeah. so in that realm, length, length isn't as important, quality is not as important, and so forth. If we fast forward to the OTT space, which there's lots of options on where to place that, sometimes you get paid for it. Sometimes it's free. Sometimes you have to pay for it. Now explain that. Explain that OTT, what that means. Okay. So OTT is over the top programming, which means you're bypassing your cable network okay. on your main TV and yeah. or your smart device and you're searching for content. Mm, okay. So, um, the highest level apps that you're familiar with would be like a Netflix and a Hulu. So when Netflix and Hulu came into existence, all of a sudden the cable networks are like, oh crap, people can go on these apps <laughs> right. and find all this great content and they're not going to be watching our programming anymore. Okay. Those are the highest level ones you know, that we've all heard of, but there's so many other OTT apps that exist that are people are just devouring this content. So my partnership is with a company called Glued TV, which is G-L-E-W-E-D dot TV. And um, that's where I'm able to really successfully place um, content. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's kind of the infrastructure of it. Actually creating content for this space, you have to be a little more thoughtful. So you can't just use an old iPhone that's kind of grainy your audio has to be on point. You know, I have my nice box light here so that, you know, I look well lit um, in in this segment that we're doing. And so there's certain equipment needs that have to elevate. But again, once you buy your base equipment, you know, like you're all set up there, you've got your mic, you've got your yeah. headphones, you've got your light, like you already have your studio. So yeah. you could start producing content in the OTT immediately. Okay. okay. The length you know, most of these platforms, they don't want like the 10 minute Facebook or 10 minute YouTube video. Okay. They want episodic type content. So it needs to have the feel of like a real TV show. But again, you're not paying $30,000 hiring the camera crew and you're out, you know, doing your show. You may have spent $2,500. You've set up your in-home studio Maybe you have an interview set and you're having people in your community come in that you're doing interviews with, doing okay. some light editing on the back end. And all of a sudden you have content that can be placed in that space. Um, you know, they have some audio specs, they have some length specs, quality specs. But as long as it's in that, the most popular genres are lifestyle programming. So okay. health, wellness, entrepreneurship, travel, Gaming is really big. It's not really my thing, but you know, a lot of people are into that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, if it's women's programming, health, wellness, fitness, spa, nutrition, like people are searching for that type of content, so it's very viable. I am very interested in this. <laughs> this yeah. is, so, because I think a lot of people have this idea, like, what if 
Yeah. What if I can go here and get that visibility, like, because people know that if you're on TV, yeah, you know, you're, you, you know, you're going to get overwhelming. You know, I, I would think an overwhelmingly um, amount of visibility for that. Yeah. So, how how much of a, of a reality is this, though? I mean, to get that started, don't you still have to get like reviewed? Put you know, send send off your show to get reviewed and. So they can see see what what you're doing. Is there a pitch for your show, or you so, just start doing something? Yeah, um, I mean, for the for the entity that I'm partnered with, I'm kind of the first filter, okay. and I have had people come to me that already had pre existing content. Right. You know, so I didn't have any control over the development of the content, uh, and I would just send that to Glue TV, and they would either approve it, not approve it, or they would make editing suggestions. So you think that it'd be better for us to just people who are watching you now, if they have something, they have an idea to go to you first before they create. Is that what you're Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, okay. if you're, if you're, if you're going to go through the time and expense and again, it's not anything the way traditional television is produced. Okay. Um, you want to have a little bit of a check-in with somebody who knows what's up so that you can get it approved for placement in the OTT space. Now, on the other hand, that's my partnership. And that's somebody that I just have a good relationship with where I can send them content and they'll either approve it or not. You can pay for OTT placement. Okay. So there are platforms out there where you pay, you create your channel, you upload your videos, and then they're distributing it into the OTT space for you. Mm. I haven't really, and I've partnered with a couple of them because I did a TV show on my own last year and I, I'm not going to name who it was, but I did partner with one of those platforms and I didn't really see anything from it okay. and it wasn't inexpensive. Okay. So um, I would just do your homework and, you know, make a really good decision about if it's a pay for play sort of thing, what's that return on investment that you're going to get for, you know, how many eyeballs are watching that? How often are they going to see your program? What sort of traffic's coming to the website? You know, that sort of information. You just want to do your, your due diligence on that. Um, and then, you know, some of the like Amazon, which I haven't explored this one fully yet. So I almost hate to bring it up because I don't have all the answers to this one yet, but you know, Amazon, Amazon just launched, in this past year, the ability to upload your content, just like they do the Kindle books, you right. know, so at first it started with authors and you could upload your video or your books into Amazon and start to collect royalties from that. I know they have done that with video. I right. haven't met anybody yet who's actually, you know, used that successfully, but, but that's coming. So again, that's a, just another way to, you know, investigate and, and get your content out there. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's getting, it doesn't appear that it's getting enough, some traction, but I think they're still knowing Amazon, they're still trying to, they're still pushing it. Yeah. As possible. So that's something definitely an avenue. So I want to ask you more about like the wrong ways of doing this in like more of the right ways. Like, have you seen people like, give you, give you content and be like, eh. Yeah. So some of the, yeah. Some of the disqualifiers for my partner, because they're a little bit higher standard, they don't take like zoom and Streamyard interviews, unfortunately. Okay. So because the quality on them are iffy, like, as you know, you may have a guest who has a shaky internet connection right, right. going in and out. Like they're not going to place that up on a big tele, you know, because some of these televisions are huge. So once, 
once they put that content up there, it really pixelates. And if you have somebody with a bad connection, uh, okay. it's a problem. So one of the criteria for that partnership, Glued TV, is it needs to be good quality camera work, which means in-person stuff. So for somebody like you, I don't know if your main premise is an interview style show, but you would have to wait until the world kind of opened up, have like you're in studio or you're out in the community right. or you're doing interviews as you're out at different events and stuff like that. But you always have a little higher level camera work. Yeah. Um, if it's the if it's the entity that you're paying to have your content placed on, they're much more forgiving because you're paying them you know, to place your content. Um, and so some of them will allow these type interviews because that's what a lot of the major networks did. You know, they didn't have a choice. They had to go to this type, you know, uh, Steve Harvey, who I love his shows, you know, he, he does the, uh, Hey Steve. And you know, it's all zoom. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. But he, yeah, he's already a big star already. So that makes sense. Yeah. So next question is, you know, everybody, I, I think everybody would, want to be on TV, right? I think I think it's everybody's dream to be on TV once and once, you know, once in their lifetime. But is everyone suited to be the modern TV star? Who is the <laughs> ideal person for this? I mean, you can want to do this, but who is the ideal person that is really ready for this type of um I'm, I'm, this type of stage? Mm-hmm. I would say that's more an internal question they're gonna ask themselves, actually, because I have worked with, you know, we've done a couple like video influencer boot camp trainings. And so I have actually worked with people that had never pushed the record button yet. Hmm. And so when I saw some of their first video, they were nervous, they were insecure, they weren't making eye contact, you know, like right now I'm making eye contact with your viewer. You know, so you have to have a certain level of confidence on camera so that you can actually let your brilliance come through, you know? So once you rest into that place of confidence, whatever it is that you're passionate about or whatever your show's about will just come through better because you're not worried about, Oh my God, who am I talking to? Who's watching this? What does my hair look like? What does my clothes look like? You know, like that secondary voice. So that's kind of the first thing. Can we get there? Anybody can get there with coaching practice, just push the record button and just go, you know, that will build. Now, as as we all know, there's some people that just have a spark and energy yeah. and, you know, they're the ones that rise up to the top of the field. So there are people that can get comfortable and confident on camera, but they don't ever really transfer through video. So mm-hmm. maybe there should be an author. Maybe they should be a podcaster, you know, where mm-hmm. you just hear their voice. So to me, there's always if you hold that desire to up level and share your voice not everybody's going to be a fit for video. You know, I'm comfortable with it. I was kind of born comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody is, you know, so um, there are always ways to share your voice in a bigger way. So that to me is the most important driver is do you want to step up, own your brilliance and share your message in a bigger way? Because that has to exist. If that doesn't exist, they're just going to talk themselves out of it every time. Yeah. Yeah. So Bottom line, though. So let's get to the bottom line. If somebody does this, can you give us like um, scenarios? What was it? Um, what am I trying to say? Best case scenario is what I want to say. Best case scenario as opposed to worst case scenario. Well, I would say, you know, because I, I put a lot of thought into this when I see these influencers, just these influencers 
literally just started recording themselves. They just started going live. Something about who they are and what they're communicating just resonates with the masses. And so they've been able to build their empire away from the traditional path, which is being just, you know, having an agent, putting together a concept, going to pitch a TV network. Like they've come into their power in their own, almost like under the radar. And all of a sudden, like one of the ones I watch is it's this gal. She's a former addict. She's a stay-at-home mom. She has a show called Junk Juggling the Jenkins. Mm. And, you know, she doesn't wear makeup. She has her hair in a bun. She's talking about her day. She's talking about her anxiety. And literally she has millions of followers now. And so how is she monetizing this? Well, now she has a platform to stand on. So if she were to go to a network, she is bringing something of value to the network and kind of, you know, uh, switching it on them because normally they're like, you know, well, Hey, we're such a big network this and you're going to get nothing. You know, (laughs) we're going to change your concept. We're going to tell you what to do. You're not going to have control over your own show. Now she's got some authority and, and, and she can just maintain private ownership. She never has to go to a major network and she's working with product companies. Mm, She does the fab fit fun boxes and, you know, there's makeup influencers who are aligned with makeup product companies and they're making bank. Like right. they're making bank. <laughs> right, right, and they're right. paid to go to events. They're paid to represent product companies. So, um, you know, when I work with a host, generally it's not somebody who's there yet. And so I, I always, one of the things I ask them to do is think, you know, don't just create video to create video. What is your return on investment strategy? Because that's how you need to create your video. So let's say I'm working with um, a, a life coach. Okay. She needs to create her video that's going to attract her potential client, you know, so that she can transition them from a viewer into a program or a coaching, you know, coaching calls or uh, her book that she wrote, you know, or, or whatever it is. So, right. I always tell people to start there, get clear on your passion, your purpose, make sure it's alignment to a transaction that you're hoping the viewer will take, because that's the quickest way to monetize your video and not be six years down the road and you've spent $10,000 and you're not really sure how you've made money yet. That's great stuff. This is amazing. This is amazing, amazing stuff here. So do I have another, do I have another question for you? I I wish I had more. I, I want you back. Because I feel like we're just getting into the to the surface here. Oh, there's a lot to go through. There's so much to talk yeah, I think about. We're just scratching the surface here, um, or up up against it with the time. But I think yeah. I think when you come back, I want to I want to ask you because I want to I'm going to get you back here. Okay. I want to ask you about other sources uh, where people about about where people can 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 start to think about that. I mean, obviously the the big one is YouTube. Everybody thinks about YouTube. Yeah. And there are other opportunities elsewhere about aligning with sponsors and so forth. So yeah. I want you back for a part two, if you don't mind. Okay, perfect. Well, we can do a session on like how to monetize your video. And so maybe yes. the whole, whole yes. conversation can be, you know, the 10 different ways you can think about monetizing your video before you ever push record. Because once you, yeah. once you're, you know, 20 episodes in, you're like, Oh wow. It's kind of hard to back up and, right. you know, change course. You can do that obviously, but, um, you know, start with that strategy in mind first. How am I going to monetize YouTube? How am I going to place this in the OTT? Can I get sponsors attached? You know, like right now I'm working with an event company and we're creating a new series called Peak Performance. 
Okay. And it's going to be a 30 minute show. And, you know, he's going to go out and try to sell the sell a sponsor on that, you know, so that when I open up the show, I can welcome everybody. You're, you know, you guys don't want to miss out. I've got two interviews today. One of them's with a celebrity athlete. We're going to be talking about this. And then I have an anti-aging doctor. And don't forget, the show was brought to you by, you know, like I'm able to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, you're able to do that. We're all able to do that um, because we own it. And social media hasn't told us we can't do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. This is great. Yeah. So we're going to have you back for sure. Cause that, cause I, I know we're just, we're just scratching the surface here, but I do have one last question for you. Yes. And I access of all of my guests and go simply like this. There are people just like you or who are here watching, listening. They want to be, they have similar interests and goals and they want to do what you're doing. Okay. They want to help people get more visibility. They want to help people, um, um, do video shows or do, 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 do their own show, do their own, make, make their own platform. Mm-hmm. As you're stating today, can you tell them either in one or two sentences or whatever you want to say to this, how they can become an authority in this space? Hmm. I think the most important thing is to just be clear on what your passion and purpose is. So that has been my guiding light. And my path has not been a straight path to where I'm at today. I started out independently producing a TV show and that was really expensive. So then I tried a different route and actually got sponsors that time. And so, but my guiding light has been that sense of purpose where I was so committed that I wanted people to be able to easily access content around natural health and wellness and inspire them to be well, that that is what has driven me. And so I would say in order to become an authority is to really get clear on what gets you excited. What, what will you work 10 hours a day to get accomplished or 15 Mm -hmm. hours a day to get accomplished? And you may not have the exact answer like, Oh, it's going to be this. My goal is, you know, I'm going to have a straight line straight to that goal. But when you get off track or you get, you know, take two steps backwards, you're still focused on that end game. And so that's how I think you really become a voice of authority is because you just keep your gaze elevated, you're focused on it, and your experience builds. I didn't know any of this stuff 10 years ago, you know, but I'm so passionate about it right. that I can talk all day long about it. Absolutely. I, can, I, I get that sense already. So that's, I, I think that's a great place for everybody to be where you're at the point where you can actually talk about this all day and you love it. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people who are, who are, doing business right now or trying to do business can say that where they're just trying to do something to make money and it's not something that they want to do. That's something that they think they have to do to yeah. get, to get, just to get money. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you're clarifying that. Like, I like what you just said just now about you love to talk about this stuff. Right. Yeah. It's like it doesn't stuff. feel like work. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So Again, I want you back, but please tell people right now where they can go right now and uh, find you later and maybe get one of you, find out what you do and maybe you can help them along. Yeah. So, well, one of the things I love to do is just educate content creators because literally I want you to create your content right, right from the get go versus having to rewind and correct mistakes. So I have two trainings coming up in February uh, the first one, there's a link down here. I'm partnering partnering with the TV hosting academy.com. You can go there. You'll find the course. 
but this is all on creating for the OTT space. So what we talked about, I'm doing a full 90 minute session. We're digging in. We're going to talk about series development, segment development, how to think like a producer. And so we're taking a deeper dive. And um, that one is with TV Hosting Academy. You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, and this is more for beginners. So this is a four hour live class that we're doing on February 13th, which is a Saturday. And this is basically nuts and bolts starting at the beginning and walking you through four hours with myself, my Emmy nominated creative producer for the for the network. And we are going to help you start your video creation journey. So if you've listened to Brian and I talk today and you're like, oh, my God, I want to do video. Join us for these classes. They're not very expensive. One's two ninety nine. One's two seventy seven. Join us for these classes because they will save you time, effort, and energy and make sure that you create it right. Amazing. Great stuff. And people who are listening later, just know that these are long, long URL <laughs> links. So yeah. just go to the page, wherever they are. They'll be posted everywhere to find Yes, the and, and they can email me. If you don't mind, I'll just share my email. Sure. Um, it's K at wellworld.tv. So that's D-E-B-R-A-K at wellworld.tv. And I'll send you every link that you could ever, ever want. Awesome. Great <laughs> stuff. Great stuff. And again, people, uh, I, I, this is, this is perfect. I can't wait to have you back to finish, to do a, do a part two for us. We'll do that very quickly. We'll get awesome. that set up for sure. But again, in light of what's happening here, my heart is kind of heavy. Yeah. And I just want everyone to, to be safe and 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 just bring back the love and the peace because that's really what we all want yes there's no reason to fight to get to that point there's no reason to for us to be that way and we're just we're just getting divided more and more and it, you can see it everywhere now social media has it everywhere <laughs> outside yeah. of the regular media is social media and um it just needs i just i, I there needs to be more peace in 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 America first and foremost in the world at large. So, yes. With that said, anything else before we get out of here, Debbie? Do no, I, 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 just, Debbie? I can't believe you said Debbie. I'm sorry, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> I go by Debs, Deb, DK, <laughs> K, Debbie, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, I just appreciate you saying that too because my heart feels a little heavy, and I would just say every you know tell tell somebody you love them. You know, whoever's around you, let them know that you love them and try to try to stay positive and focus on what you can change. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's it. We don't want to live in a, we don't want to, I don't want to end a somber note, but yeah, people have a great day. Have a great year in 2021. 2021 is the restart. It's the year of the restart. That's my word. Yeah. A lot of that. So get started and, and restarting your mind and your, 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 your business, your goals, your strengths, even in your weaknesses, restart everything to make this the best year you can make it to be. All right. Take care. We'll be be back with Debbie soon. Take care and we will see you on the next one. Peace. Bye.
And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.